4: who we thought they were. We let them the I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's
3: go scatter the West Lake Titans. That's left. 372 Y sticks.
0: The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt.
3: Well, how am I
4: going
2: to go to college? I'll just play football.
3: Here we go. That's what I'm talking about. Off. And running, baby. How y'all are today? huh? Everybody doing well? Everybody doing well? I know I am. I hope you are as well. On this Thursday, that is, um, you know, the Thursday of the opening week of college football. Come on with it. That's what I'm talking about. I'm happy about it. I know you are too. There are games tonight. Listen. Listen. It's a Thursday and there are games tonight and we previewed the suckers <laughs> well i say previewed and we didn't really you know go into any kind of like in depth anything but we did uh kick them around and you know talk about the matchups and where to watch them on television and all that kind of stuff so hallelujah man it's here to a degree it's here <laughs> we still have to wait till saturday to watch state Noel miss and, Southern Miss play in Alcorn State, Jackson State on Sunday. But it's basically here tonight. You get to watch Texas A&M. You get to watch the number one team in the country if you want to. Clemson, that is, if you get the ACC network. Anybody know the situation on that? I'm a DISH customer. I have DISH. And here I am the day of, waiting to the last minute to try to figure out if I actually have this or not. Um, But do I have the ACC network on DISH? Anybody know? I haven't even looked. I'd have to go look at my guide to see, to try to figure that out maybe. Regardless, here I am sitting with you on this Thursday inside the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents that you can deal with one-on-one. Face-to-face. Noon, 12 o'clock, or midnight, 12 o'clock. Call them up. That's what they're there for. They will help you out. That's the way it is at Farm Bureau. And on this show, we stay connected to you around the clock because of C Spire. C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. Jason on Twitter, at Radio Wyatt, says that's the best intro on radio with Uncle Jack. Look, it hits a little harder during football season, doesn't it, Jason? I know. I know how that is. It just feels better to, to hear it during football season. I totally get it. And Jason also told me on Twitter, he said, Cutcliffe at Duke versus Duke's history sounds an awful lot like Mullen at State. Look, say what you want. There for a decade. I mean, Mullen was a year of, short of a decade. Look, Cutcliffe is going into his 12th year at Duke. And they're going to run out there on this national stage against Alabama in week one in a neutral site game in Atlanta. Okay, five years ago, ten years ago, Duke is not even considered for that game. But And look, it's not because they are a threat to challenge Alabama. But they've gotten themselves in a position, they're respectable enough, they've won, on average, seven and a half games for the last, uh, what is it? How many? Well, seven years. For the last seven years, averaging seven and a half wins. A year. Three straight bowl trips, three straight bowl wins at Duke. When David Cutcliffe took that job at Duke, the two previous head coaches averaged one win a year. He tripled that himself in his first three years. He just, it's amazing what he's done there at a basketball school. Hey, and did y'all catch what Matt Stinchcomb said about Duke being a basketball school when he was on the show? Earlier this week, you hear what he said? He said, it's he said it's you know high academic standards. He said, I mean, they're not making up fake classes. This is the real deal. <laughs> he wasn't, you know, probably intending to take a shot at North Carolina, but maybe he was. Maybe he was. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Davinny equipment phone line, Davinny equipment in Madison and Jackson. Kubota. Told you yesterday about some of the tractor deals that they have going on. Uh, the Hunter's Special right now just a little over $200 a month for tractor, trailer, cutter, disc, spreader. Go check it out. They will package things for you as well. Kubota and more. Commercial, uh, residential grade, even hand right on down to those Red Max hand tools and everything for the Hunter. Divinity Equipment is where you want to go. Highway 51 in Madison or in Raymond as well. On the Divinity phone at 995-1059 is Henry. What's up, Henry? Hey, buddy boy. What's happening? Uh,
0: what channel are we playing on? And have you heard the names of anybody going to be suspended for the uh, Louisiana Lafayette game? I'll hang up and listen.
3: Thanks, Henry. The game is 11 a.m. on Saturday on ESPNU. 11 a.m. Saturday ESPNU, in the Superdome, Bulldogs versus and Cajuns. As far as hearing the names of those suspended, there is no official information out there. I can just tell you that with certainty, that there is there is no official information on it out there anywhere. Um, <clears throat> the only thing that, and like I said, okay, official being the key word. I have talked to some people behind the scenes, but I still haven't had anybody with direct knowledge or or even indirect knowledge, say, you know, look for this guy to miss, this guy to miss, this guy, this guy, and name them. That, that's just – people aren't really talking about it that way coming out of the athletics department. And I think it's because they don't want anything to get out there and it get traced back to them and they lose their job over it. You know, the whole FERPA thing is taken seriously in terms of releasing those names. What I have been told is that a couple of them – of the 10 guys were projected starters. Others were depth guys. And there's some freshmen mixed in there as well. But in terms of suspended this week, hadn't heard a single thing. And we'll find out who's not dressed, who's nursing an injury. That's the other thing is it's very possible that you could have some of the guys who are suspended who are also injured. And if that's the case, then it's murky trying to figure out, well, are they suspended or injured? <laughs> And then it becomes kind of a week-to-week thing to try to guess at it, I guess. Um, Just one way to look at it. Okay. um, Hey, let me give you the – since people are asking about this, let me make sure that you know the television assignments. Okay? So look at this. And if you're wondering, I know the Alcorn State versus Southern Miss game on Saturday is – you can watch it on the ESPN app, that ESPN Plus app. If you want to watch that one. Okay, um, here we go. TV assignments for Saturday. In the SEC, there are three 11 a.m. games. Toledo at Kentucky, 11 a.m., SEC Network. Also at 11 on ABC, nationally. Ole Miss at Memphis. And also at 11 on ESPNU is Mississippi State versus... Louisiana. It's so confusing. Do they want to be Louisiana? Yeah. But even on their own website, it says Louisiana Lafayette. What does this say? ESPN, you bumped state for Boise State and Florida State?
1: Yeah. Now, that's according to a caller. Even the website on ESPN hasn't updated that yet, but he said that they've moved that game up because of the coming storm to that earlier time slot. Oh. And- well and booted the uh, state. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, and We'll have well, to confirm that. Obviously, we don't know that. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to confirm it. But he signed it pretty credible. Okay.
3: Well, maybe they have. Um, I don't know. I'm just looking at the, the release from the SEC, uh, yeah. from the conference office, and it says ESPNU. So until we, you, know, you get some other kind of word, I guess that is what it is sort of thing. Um, you have three games at 2.30 on Saturday in the SEC. You have Alabama versus Duke, 2.30 on ABC. Then at 2.30 on ESPN is South Carolina versus North Carolina. And then at 2.30 on ESPNU is Georgia State at Tennessee. There's a 3 o'clock game on the SEC network. Portland State at Arkansas. And then you have four... 630 games. This is all Central Times. You have four 630 games on Saturday that include SEC teams. Auburn versus Oregon on ABC at 6:30 in Jerry's World in Texas. Also at 6:30 on the SEC Network is Georgia at Vanderbilt in Nashville. 6:30 Baton Rouge on ESPNU is LSU hosting Georgia Southern. And also at 6.30 on CBS Sports Network will be Missouri and Wyoming. So a bunch of SEC teams all lumped into the same time slots, and you're just going to have to pick and choose. You will not be able to really see every one of them. That's for sure. And one note also, if you get up on Saturday morning, you want to watch SEC Nation, kind of the game day show for the SEC Network, it's going to be located in Nashville. for the. It'll be there in Nashville for the Georgia Vanderbilt game uh, that night, that's where SEC Nation is going to be. Okay, and so let's see here. ResDog Dog on the text line says the FSU game is now on ESPN News. Res Dog, send me a link. Can you find anything that confirms that? Well, I'll keep my eyes peeled. Thanks for the heads up, but, but let me know. Somebody, uh, yeah, okay. Several people sending that in. Bunch of texts now. I'm seeing this on the, the Orlando,
1: OrlandoSentinel.com webpage.
3: Yeah. It is news. So it maybe, maybe the
1: earlier texter had it wrong. Okay. Heard, heard you instead of news.
3: Yeah. All right. ESPN news is for the Florida State Boise game. All right. Sounds good. Uh, somebody asked on the text line about Kareem Walker. Transfer. Michigan guy transferred and is trying to go to Mississippi State. He's in classes. Listen, the li- the latest update yesterday on Wednesday on the SEC coaches teleconference. Joe Moorhead said that they are waiting any day now to get word on whether or not Kareem Walker is cleared. You know, seems awful late to me in the process for even if he gets cleared, for somebody to jump in there and be a contributor. But at least he's in school, which means that even if he doesn't play this year, maybe he could redshirt and and still have il- eligibility left after this. Res Dog sent me a link here. Let me open this up. From Tallahassee.com. Florida State versus Boise State game moved from Jacksonville to Tallahassee. Hurricane Dorian is pushing this game around. And the story says, due to uncertainty surrounding Hurricane Dorian, the FSU game moved to back to Tallahassee. And then it says this. Kickoff is at noon, and the game will be broadcast on ESPN News. According to ESPN. And redistributed here by Tallahassee.com. ESPN News. For that one, so that means State and uh, Louisiana Lafayette are scheduled to kick off at 11 a.m. on ESPN. You.
1: And The Boise State game got approximately 500 percent of the coverage it would normally have gotten here. That's about
3: right. <laughs> That's about right, Roger. All because it might be—you know—there might be a conflict. Might affect them dogs. Yeah. And don't forget, if you're hearing my voice right now, then you can hear the Mississippi State game here, broadcast here, on the radio with Neil Price and yours truly and Jay Perry. So listen to us and sync us up with your television. All I mean, right. Guess
1: what? When you guys get done, yeah? we're going to go through it to Auburn. Are you? Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, So after the State game – you'll be able to listen to the Auburn game here. That's great. After, you, after you, we're going to wait until your post game is done and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you get the full kind of local broadcast and then and then uh, switch it over to Auburn. Good stuff. So if you're listening on the Zone 1059 ESPN Radio Jackson Central Mississippi WRKS, just keep it tuned here on the radio all day Saturday and you'll have football on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Jason in Flagstaff, Arizona, that is. What's up, Jason? Hello? Hey, man, what's up? Oh, You can't hear us. Hello? Hey, Jason, you there? All right, we'll try him again, yes. Roger. All right, try us again. We got a long way to connect there. Did Jason say a bad word in the middle of that? No, I don't think so. It <laughs> would be funny if he did. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. Okay, I don't know so, what's wrong,
1: man. We got everything set right
3: here. Hey, speaking of calls, Roger, do you ha- did you tell me you did get your hands on that Louvier call from the book yes, show? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. Okay. Is it... Do we think it's safe to replay that thing? I'm,
1: I guess. I don't think he went off in the, you know, any bad language. Yeah. I do not oh, think the, so either. You know, the
3: A word. Right. Okay. So, this is... <laughs> Just bear with us here. This is referenced earlier in the show. It's something that happened on the gridiron. with Chris B- Brooks and uh, Ben, better know if Beaver. I don't know why it came up, but I, I tuned in and I heard this. This is a call from regular listener Louvier, and he had an explanation for a term that people use about people from Louisiana. Here's the call. Louvier, what's up? Well,
4: good morning. And go saints. You can call it anything you want. So uh just to add a little spice to your non sports sports talk show, Okay. Uh, the the uh I guess the slur that is uh for Cajun Americans, the Arcadians who the British so uh nicely gave the choice in Nova Scotia leave or die. Uh my ancestors picked the right choice uh, and found a home in the swampland of South Louisiana and integrated with the natives there, the American Indians, uh, freed slaves, uh, Germans. Uh, anyway, uh, we are certainly the mutts of uh, American culture, which a lot of Americans are. But the term Kunas means, it well, it's a uh, derivative from a word, a French word, cana, C-A-N-N-A-S, cana, which meant uh, a working girl, a woman uh, of ill repute, a prostitute, without medical papers declaring that she was
2: disease-free.
4: So she was a little bit cheaper, because she couldn't prove she didn't have the clap. So... To be a coon ass is not exactly a badge of honor, but I wear it proudly.
3: <laughs> so there you go. Wow. I honestly had never heard that. I did not know that. I sound like um, Ed McMahon. I didn't know uh, that. Uh, jo-
1: Johnny Cash. Wacky stuff.
3: That's uh, our Johnny Carson. Yeah, Johnny Carson. Well, wacky stuff. Did you go deep enough into the the seas <laughs> wacky stuff that's yeah huh you know ed mcmahon all you'd hear every now and he just over there sitting there watching the whole show and every now and then he'd go
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's about it <laughs>
3: hey roger you do a great ed mcmahon impression now with that laugh i'm gonna tell you you got to right rock now. back and forth where you're while you're laughing you know <laughs> ed mcmahon apparently he was a great guy yeah drank a little yeah, they all did, man. They probably all do. I mean, back then, man, it was just a... Like Ed's gone on the glory. <laughs> smoking and drinking. Wacky stuff. All right, Mitchell, on the Davini Equipment phone. What's up, Mitchell?
0: Uh, hey, I've enjoyed you uh, making fun of the you uh, or as they call it, I lived in Baton Rouge for seven years. It's do all off. Right. But there's a whole hit. There's a whole history behind um, why their university at uh, La- University of Louisiana at Lafayette. They actually bought the rights from uh, Tulane and wanted to be the equivalent of Old Miss to be able to be the uh, another flagship university in the mm-hmm. state mm-hmm. with LSU and all the folks. In the legislature that all went to LSU, they went and blocked it to where they could not use the name and which is now, which was Northeastern, which is now University of, of uh, Louisiana that grow. There was a whole thing where if they told them they, if you, if you can find another university that'll take on the name then you can be University of Louisiana at Lafayette, and that school can be University of whatever at their city, too.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So, and this is another reason I hate LSU, like where they're just a one-state, one-school state for football, which most states have more than one school, and they more or less, to make sure that LSU was the single, only flagship state in there, they had to tack on and use University at as um, Louisiana at Lafayette because of just politics and BS. Yeah, if you didn't know the whole history behind it, I, and for all the other listeners,
3: well, and I, I didn't know. You know, I had only heard, I guess, whispers of that history before, uh, Mitchell. So, I mean, I knew there was something like that out there that that was sort of a reason for all this stuff. But I'll be honest with you. Um they can't make up their mind. You know, because they send out notes. I know on
0: their their, their baseball jerseys have Louisiana on them, like Well, it says
3: Louisiana, they, but on their website, on their school website it says University of Louisiana Lafayette. Or Lafayette, you know, however you want to pronounce it. And so it's just confusing And like the Southeastern Conference, because of the LSU tie, does not recognize their desire to be Louisiana. All of the SEC material says Louisiana Lafayette. We got to go, Mitchell. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. All right. Rolling along with you on a Thursday. Stick around. You're listening
0: to The Matt Wyatt Show.
3: Back on the show. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Men and women, agents, hometown heroes. The kind of people you want to deal with. You want to be a part of the show? There's lots of different ways to do it. Um, You can call me on the Divinity phone, 601 995 1059, 601 995 1059. Free. The Divinity phone, 995 1059. Hit me up. You can also text the show, 885 ESPN. If you're listening on the radio, in, uh, well, really, regardless of where you are, You can be a part of these events. I've mentioned this to you. I'm going to continue to mention it to you. Um, We are planning some football and film study events where we're going to have dinner together, me and you, if you buy a ticket, and uh, a portion of the proceeds are going to go to local charities in five different cities. We're starting in Vicksburg on September the 19th, so if you're listening in and around anywhere, can get to Vicksburg on the 19th. We will be at The Anthony which is the restaurant inside the Vicksburg Country Club. We'll have dinner. We'll talk football. We'll answer questions. We'll do scouting reports on teams and opponents, and we will watch film together and learn some stuff together and break it down, some live film studies. So it'll be a fun, fun night. I can't wait. I have some stuff to give away. So if you're listening and can come, please do. Go to my website, mattwyattmedia.com, mattwyattmedia.com, Go to the uh, events tab. You'll see it right there. The events tab will have a drop-down menu and a way for you to get a ticket to whichever event you want. So we're going to Vicksburg first and then Starkville later in September. The first week of October, we have two stops in Tupelo and in Jackson. So in the Jackson area, you all get a ticket. A lot of the, those tickets are gone. So we have a few left. Go to and and click on events. Coming to Jackson on October the 3rd at Char Restaurant. Your ticket will cover dinner and, again, lots of football talk and some live film study. We'll draw it all up together and learn a little football together as we go. Does that sound fun? I hope so. Sounds fun to me. And we're going to finish it up in Hattiesburg later in the month of October. But you'll see all the events right there, so y'all go check them out, would you? Would you? All right. Hey, um... Johnny Reb, Roll Tide Blair, More Bully, Jr., Jonathan, everybody, y'all are texting the show like crazy, and I, I need to I, – I am not going to skip over it right now, okay? And we're going to get some right now, and then I'm coming to the phone line. So uh, rapid fire, here we go. Rapid fire, here I go. Three-hump camel says, I bought some gulf shrimp from a guy a few weekends ago. He did not hesitate to describe himself with that term that Louvier used. <laughs> yeah, no, it is a term of endearment. Fluffy says, wherever you, you, know, you have sailors, you have, you know, as what he talked about, uh, prostitutes. New Orleans was an enormous port as well as upriver at Baton Rouge. We also had pirates, real ones, not like those one-eyed, 3 teeth guys in Pearl. <laughs> Come on, Fluffy. <laughs> Uh, reminds me of a joke, Matt. Okay, let me hear it.
1: Name your particular bad part of town bar. Yeah. What do you get when you line 10 ladies up from such and such bar?
3: What? Full set of teeth. (laughs) Full set of teeth. (laughs) There you go. Let me go fast because Jason's waiting here. Uh, Let's see on the text line. From the previous show on Legendary Coaches, it was stated Dan Mullen was not legendary, but Jackie Sherrill was. I feel Dan Mullen transformed State's program as much or more than Cheryl. What is your take? That is a really good question. But I would say, you know, a term like legendary, it's so subjective. What does that actually mean? What does it mean? You know, if we're going winningest coach, well, that's easy because it's numbers. Legendary, how do you describe that? I mean, Mullen never pulled anything like castrating a bull in front of the whole team. People make such a big deal out of that thing that Cheryl did. And I'm like, have you ever been to a farm? Huh? You ever been around animals at all? I mean, what do you think they're doing? It's like a daily thing. It's not a big deal. <laughs> but anyway, if it was a horse, that's how we get geldings. Yeah, that's right. Johnny Reb says, <coughs> "Excuse me." Calms them right down. Let's see. Well, anyway, um, that's yeah. Johnny Rebs was not. It was not. I guess for air. Uh, more cowbell. Let's see. I had no idea Brett went to Tuscaloosa. Does this mean no more dogpile? No, dog piles continuing. It'll just be without Brett. Um, and whether it'll just be me or someone else, you have to hang out. That um, remains to be seen. Roll Tide, Blair says Cox, Comcast, and Dish are not getting the ACC network. So tonight I will not be able to watch Clemson. That's fine. We may rather watch Texas A and M anyway. Um. Who is older, Cut or Bobby Bowden? Yeah, I think Bobby Bowden, more bully, is definitely older than David Cutcliffe. And um, no, JR State and Louisiana are on television. It's on ESPNU. We'll get to some of the other stuff in a little bit. Jason in Flagstaff, Arizona, on the Divinity Equipment phone. Appreciate you calling back, Jason. What's up, man? Uh,
4: nothing much, and I did cuss a little bit, so. Well,
3: bless your heart. Well, that's okay. (laughs) It didn't quite make it completely on the air. (laughs) That's
4: good. I tried to lead back from the phone. I couldn't hear anything. I didn't know if you could hear me. (laughs) Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I was calling uh, about this um, Mullen and Cutler comparison. I'm not going to call Mullen legendary at all. That's just a little bit far-fetched. But he is better than the state fans are giving him credit for. And I looked this up last year when he first left. Before Mullen got there, State was three or four games under five hundred their whole history. Yeah. And when he left, State was twenty games over, and that's that's including some six and six years and that seven loss year in there too. So yeah. he he did all right.
3: Yeah, I'd say. And I'm with you on that, man. The guy yeah. did a phenomenal job with that program. Um, he he. You know, it was in a position when he took it where really all that was required was for somebody to prop it back up on four legs again, right? I mean, that's all that was required. It was a restoration project. It it was. People can say what they want. Yes, you know, one thing that Coach Kroon did is, you know, there was not a lot of winning and the roster was not loaded with talent. It wasn't loaded with talent. Now, right before Mullen got there, they had a pretty good – recruiting class with Coach Kroon going, and that included Tyler Russell and Fletcher Cox and Josh Boyd and some of those guys, Chad Bumfus. And and Mullen was able to come in there and hang on to it. Academically, the program was in good standing, and kids were kind of behaving, you know. But so, so Mullen, when he came in, it was not like he had this big off-the-field cleanup project, right? Kids were passing, going to class, doing a lot of the right things. They just had to get football going. They had to win games and score points. But it was a program that needed to be s- set up on four legs. It was like Mullen went into an antique shop and there was this old table back there just laying in the corner, leaned up, legs laying on the floor, and it needed all kinds of work. So after four or five years, had he just set it back up on four legs, that would have been actually good enough considering the expectations when he got the job. But what he did was in year two – he won nine games and beat the breaks off of Michigan in the Gator Bowl in year two. Two years after everybody watched State lose to Ole Miss 45 to nothing. And look, Ole Miss was pretty good that year in 08, but they weren't that good. No, State was just that bad. And and then what he did, you know, and the the DAC years and <clears throat> all that stuff, the Chris Ralph run in postseason and Egg Bowls. and so, It was just – it was amazing what he did. Jason, I appreciate the call, and I always thank you for listening out there, man. All
0: right. Thank you all.
3: Yeah, I appreciate it. A little while uh, left here on the show, and I hope you'll stay tuned, because coming up next, Neil Price, Hale State voice on Twitter and Instagram, the radio play-by-play voice for Mississippi State, coming up on your radio. Stick around. Back on the show, I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, competitive rates, fast and friendly service. Set to talk with Neil Price. He is Hale State Voice on Twitter and Instagram. That's coming up. Roger, I typed that number in there for you. Um, And I did it at the last minute. So one of my punctuation marks is off. (laughs) Forgive me. I'm usually not that careless. Pretty particular about that kind of thing. Welcome into the show. All right. So as a recap, we had Brett Hudson on earlier. We talked a little Alabama football with Brett. He's covering them now for the Tuscaloosa News. So that was good. And they've got suspension stuff they're dealing with there as well. It's just, you know, uh, well, like here, there's some vagueness to it, but I think over that way, it's not going to be anything serious, just a portion of this first game. Anyway, is the the thought, believed to be the thought on all that stuff. So that's going on. A lot of phone calls and texts today, even more so than we've been able to get to. So just can't say thanks enough to everybody who calls and listens and texts and everything here on the show. We just appreciate you so much. Uh, a few texts that we didn't get to, this says it's Chris Brooks ADD, he's all over the place and says he's going to cover a topic that never gets to it. Look, I can't criticize him one bit for that. <laughs> I just can't. Um, yeah, that was funny. We said wacky stuff, and then Roger said Johnny Cash. <laughs> we knew it was Johnny Carson. He just said Johnny Cash. That's all. We I'm know a big the difference. Fan. What can I say? We know the difference, is what we're saying. Uh, but Jonathan said he got a great big laugh out of that. <laughs> well, Johnny Cash did have a
1: pretty good show back in the day.
3: Yeah, he did. Uh, Bulldog Barney says, Louvier is an attorney from Brandon. Huge Saints fan, season ticket holder, and a great guy. I got to meet Louvier at Divinity Equipment in Madison one day. We did a remote there. That was really cool. All right, boys and girls. As we said, less than 48 hours away from kickoff. And if you tune in right, if you can hear my voice right now on the radio, you tune in on Saturday at 11 a.m., and you're going to hear this guy's voice with a little Hale State pumping in the background. He is at Hale State voice, Neil Price, play-by-play announcer on the radio for the Bulldogs, on your radio right now. Neil, what's up? That'll get you blood pumping a little bit, won't it? I think it will, sir. Look, you were... When you answered the phone, you were sitting back in your chair, and as soon as you heard that, you sat up straight. Tell the truth.
2: Yes. Uh, you know, it, it, it sounds like football, and that's convenient, because in, well, more than 48 hours, there's going to be some football. Well, that's less than 48 hours now. There's going right. to be some football. That's so, right. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's that time of year, and I, I was over in the football office just a little bit earlier today, and... I was joking around with folks over there and I said, you know, when I walked out of my office, I said, there's a low, row of trees down the sidewalk right outside my office. So you're walking in the shade, but there was a breeze. So you weren't standing right out in the heat mm-hmm. and it felt for just a second. Like, yeah, it's football season. So, uh, I'm, I'm excited to, I'm excited for Saturday. I'm excited to see what, what states got. And you know, we've seen it in practice plenty. But I'm excited to see what it looks like on the field against another team and 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 see you know what maybe this year could hold uh, for Joe Moorhead and his team.
3: Yeah, I am too. And I noticed, um, Neil, a lot of folks may not realize this, but you're doing a pretty cool TV show now for the University Television Center. Uh, I think maybe the second one's going to air tonight. And I saw the tease yesterday on Twitter where you talked to somebody from the broadcast crew for the Raging Cajuns. What did you learn? In talking to them,
2: well, the, they're confident in in the kind of year they believe they can have. Now their schedule is front loaded, and they understand that. But they believe one through eleven on both sides of the ball, they can line up with just about anybody. You know, now they got some questions playing a lot of young guys behind those number ones on offense and defense. But uh, you know, you, if your state, you can't go into the game and take them lightly you you can't look back at 56 to 10 a year ago and think you're just going to walk into the Superdome on Saturday and and be able to put up that kind of number again be great if they did but you're going to have to earn it and I think a lot of guys on both sides they'll be fired up to play in that building there are a number of them that have played in there before if they've played in high school state championship Louisiana so uh, you know, and I, I think it'll be a good game. I don't think it'll be 56-10. I think it'll be a competitive game. I think State's got enough depth and enough talent they'll pull away, but but I think it'll be a good game with some really good athletes on the field and really good running backs on both sides.
3: I wonder, too, about in terms of the makeup of the crowd. You know, I a neutral site kind of deal like this, and it's in a dome, it's in New Orleans. I I never know how to get a gauge on it. You, you got any kind of idea what we might see in terms of a crowd in there for the game?
2: No, I got no idea. You know, and the only thing you know, I, I haven't been to New Orleans in years. You know, in in one of my prior jobs, we went every year because we played UNO, but. Uh, my 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 takeaway has always been anything before noon in New Orleans, yeah, usually isn't that big of a deal, right? Uh, you right. know, because everybody's trying to recover from what happened between midnight and noon, <laughs> you know, before. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I've read I've read anywhere from fourteen thousand tickets have been sold to over thirty thousand have been sold. Uh, you know, I know they're not going to open. The, the top two decks, I think it is, in the Dome, they're going to keep those closed off. But I, I don't know I don't know what to expect. You know, I just know two football teams are going to be there, and we're going to talk about it.
3: Yeah, that's right. Neil Price on your radio right now. And he'll be on your radio Saturday calling the game, game one of this 2019 season for Mississippi State, kickoff at 11 a.m., uh, play-by-play announcer for Mississippi State. And if you hear my voice right now on the radio, uh, you'll be able to hear Neil calling the game, and I'll be up there with him uh on Saturday as up
2: there being the key phrase we're <laughs> yeah. going to be up there way up
3: there's <laughs> what yeah. they tell me <laughs> up there next to the uh, air conditioning ducts like I'm seriously going to take a jacket um because of what I've heard uh, about it and it is it's way up there too hey and uh neil I told the story the other day we got like 3 minutes left so I'm I'm unfortunately going to take up a lot of that time with this story I just want you to hear this you remember bob Neal back in the day yeah, Dave's dad. That's yeah. right, Dave's dad. I called a football game with Bob on television there in 2007, and two days before the game, I took my suit to the cleaners and dropped it off at the cleaners. I told them I needed it let out two inches. It was a 34. I needed a 36. I picked my suit up, never put it on. Went to the game or, or stayed in the hotel. Woke up the day of the game, put my suit on. They didn't take. They didn't let out my pants two inches. They took it up two inches. So. <laughs> It's game day. i got to wear a suit on television. I only have one suit with me. I'm running short on time, and I need a 36 in the pants around the waist. I had a 32, and I called the whole game Mississippi State versus Tulane in that press box in 2007, standing next to the Bob Neal with pants that won't button or zip. True story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> listen, if people knew a lot of the things that happened in television, they wouldn't believe it.
3: That's exactly they right.
2: They wouldn't. So, so, that listen, I'm sure you're not the first one that's had that issue, and you, you aren't the last. <laughs> yeah. I'll promise you.
3: That's right. Well, final thoughts from you, Neil. I, you know, this will be our last chance to catch up with you before we actually kick off on Saturday. It's been talked about over and over. We've spun this thing a, a million different ways. But just kind of overall umbrella thought, for the fan base that wants to hear a last word from you before kickoff kind of what's your what's your take on what you think we're going to see on Saturday
2: well uh, you know I, I think you're going to see improvement i really do on the offensive side of the ball i think you're going to see improvement and tommy stevens is a guy i think that can be a difference maker uh he he in scrimmages makes the right reads he's he's done a number of things that just leave you walking away thinking man you know this guy's got it whatever it is he, he's got it and he needs some game experience so if he goes out and he has a rusty first drive don't dismiss him right away uh because you know it, it's been a little while he needs game experience so this will be good for him and for the offense uh and and he's not the only one i mean i think javante payton i think isaiah zuber those guys are going to be impact guys that are also going to have a chance to really change the fortunes of that offense. And Zuber could even help on special teams as a kick returner. I mean, he's really dynamic, explosive. The words you hear Joe Moorhead use about what he wants his offense to be, those two receivers, they they fit that bill. They can do those things. Then you add them in with a guy like Kylan Hill, who we know can make plays out of the backfield, and now you start to think, okay, you got a little something maybe. And on defense, keep an open mind and remember that State had one of the elite defenses in the country a year ago. Top Mm -hmm. to bottom, maybe the best defense in the country a year ago. And a lot of those guys are gone, but I think they got some real talent at defensive tackle. And they're young, they need game experience, but I think before it's all said and done, these guys can be pretty good. And I think there's some young guys in the secondary that can be pretty good too. So keep an open mind about the defense. Understand that it's probably not going to be what you saw a year ago. That's a once in a generation deal, yeah. maybe there. But by the end of the year, I, I think they'll have a pretty good product. I really do.
3: Neil, can't say thanks enough, man. I'll see you tomorrow and can't wait to call game number one this year with you up there in a the booth on Saturday. See you then, buddy. See you, man. Thank you. That's Neil Price, Hale State Voice. Y'all follow, I'll follow him on follow Twitter? Him. And I'll see you all tomorrow. Go to mattwyattmedia.com. Check out the events coming to a city near you. I want to have dinner with you and talk a little football. I hope to see you there. See you all tomorrow. See you. You're listening to The
0: Matt Wyatt Show.
1: Well, just shoot
0: up in here amongst us. One of us got to have some relief.